Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Daily Thread. In this episode, we will mostly be discussing the events which is going on in Israel, uh, what has gone on over the weekend, and what even happened this morning. So thank you for tuning in. You are listening to The Daily Thread. Getting to our stories for today, um, obviously, if you are have your finger on the pulse of what's going on in the world, you saw, you know, on Friday in Eretz Yisrael, there was a car ramming, car ramming attack. Remote. Yeah, in remote. Yeah, outside of Jerusalem, uh, on the way to remote, I, I, I don't know if you saw a video uh, of the thing. The driver was going at very high speed, and uh, you know he veered off the road into a bus stop where a bunch of people were standing and. These two uh, young kids um, from the, what's it called, the Paley family, Paley, Paley, I don't know what the, how they say it, uh, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old were, were killed. Um, a 10-year-old brother was injured. Um, the father was 42 years old, is in the hospital in serious but stable condition. A 20-year-old or a 19-year-old young, uh, young man was, who just got married six months ago also lost his life. And uh, a number of people uh, were injured. Uh, it's uh, you know it's beyond words. It's beyond uh, it's beyond tragedy. You know, uh, young couple that got married six months ago. They're on the way to her parents' house for Shabbos, and your life gets turned upside down. Yeah, it's it's really it's unbelievable. Um, and well, what's what's you know we'll we'll talk about the many different aspects of what happened. Of course, first and foremost, it's a loss of life, and it's terrible. Um, there, are, there are from families mourning. I'm sure many, many people saw the video of uh, one of the brothers of the Palais family was was giving this bathing because his father was in the hospital, right, right, um, right. and you have now you have a what a 16 year old, 17 year old that has to go give his bathing for his two younger brothers. It's unthinkable. It's tragic, and it's very, very. Um, I don't. I don't want to say unnecessary because you know Hashem runs the world and everything that happens is, is necessary. Yeah. But it's it's a ter- it's a terrible thing, you know, that you have people who are who are living near Tzitzel and we're under they're under constant siege by by uh, by animals by, by animals. You know, I don't. I don't you see, it's question is is it preventable? That's what you want to know. How does something like this get prevented from uh, happening in the future? And we all just read while we were preparing for this uh, recording about a man in the old city was stabbed uh, earlier today. Uh, Not a man oh. even, Abba. And, 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 you know, we'll get no, to it. But the, like, the victim. Uh, the victim. The victim was a, was a man. No. A 17-year-old. A 17-year-old was, was oh, walking a near the – A 17-year-old was walking near the castle. And this morning he was stabbed by a 14-year-old. And that 14-year-old, do you know where he went to hide from the police? He went to the Harabias where the Jews are not allowed to go. <laughs> He went to the higher bias to hide from the police. They found him. You see this video of this 14-year-old kid getting walked away in handcuffs after stabbing a 17-year-old Jewish kid. Yeah. Israel, Israel's, uh, you know, unfortunately, we've been through phases of this going on decades, okay? Um, what can I tell you? Uh, sometimes worse, sometimes better, but always tinges uh, of tragedy uh, associated uh, associated with it. And um, it's just, um, you know, we have a new government in Israel. Again, we, we, yeah. we mentioned it a few times over the last few weeks since the government took over. We can perhaps possibly, you could possibly view this as some kind of orchestrated challenge or a test to the new 
right-wing government to see how they're going to react. But on the other hand, they say that these are not those types of attacks. These are what they call lone wolf attacks. I read somewhere, I don't know how true it is, I read somewhere that the guy that was driving that, that car that ran these kids down was just let out of a mental institution uh, earlier right. uh, earlier that week. Did you see that somewhere? I did. I, he, he, you know, he he had some sort of injury a few months back and he was in a hospital mm. and maybe went into a mental hospital as well. I do know that the, not that it matters, but I, I do know that the Arab uh, news media sites, yeah. I lost you. I do know that the Arab media sites are reporting that the Israeli, the occupiers killed a mentally ill man, and it wasn't a terrorist attack. He was just mentally ill and decided to. We can't, we can't pay attention to what they say. You know that's propaganda. It's it's lies. Uh, it's endless, and we shouldn't have to, you know, intelligently try to um, react or, or respond to what the uh, the, the Arab media. Um, has to say, but one of the things it's my Ben-Gvir, His first, he's the he's a he's the police commissioner for all practical purposes. He's the public security minister. His portfolio yeah. in the government is in charge of uh, uh, achieving security for the people of Israel. He's you know let's yeah. not lose sight of what's going on. We elect the government to represent the people and keep them safe. That is job number one. Whether you're in the government in the United States or you're in the government of Israel, if you're running a democracy, you're not running a dictatorship like in. Uh, in North Korea or uh, or Lebanon or Syria, your uh, main priority is to make sure people can live their lives uh, in a safe and, and, and secure way. But at the same time, you see this guy who was let out of the mental institution. Um, you have to understand why he was let out of a mental institution. I don't know why. Um, but you have to understand that he comes from a neighborhood in Jerusalem called Ator, A-T-U-R. It's such a part of Jerusalem that you you can't you could say we have to go in there and clean it out of all the uh, terrorist cells that might exist there, but it's like I don't know it's like difference between it's like different I don't know the I don't know the geography in uh, in places like uh, like Lakewood, but it's like going from uh, from uh, uh, from from Lawrence into Cedarhurst in the five towns. It's you just take a few steps and you're in another zip code. You're in another yeah. another town with another government, with a different mayor, with a different board of trustees, and they're attached. They're attached, so there has to be a way. Uh, so what do they do? So what do they do? The first thing they did Friday already, I believe, was they already, you know, instead of instead of they went they they, they took over the house. They took the they arrested the, the guy's brothers. They took over the house. They sealed the doors to the house shut so nobody can get in. Uh, and uh, probably over the next few days, they're going to. Um, uh, destroy the house, and you have to come up with a mechanism that somewhere down the line, we've got to come up with a formula that gets these people uh, to stop doing what they do. I I, um, I hear what you're saying. I want I want to you know look at it from a you know forget the politics for a second. For, forget the Itamar Ben Gvir. Forget because like you know like you said, this is not many of these attacks. Although they're probably inspired by, you know, Hamas and, and other terrorist organizations in the region, they're being they're being pulled off by, uh, you know, lone lone wolves, right? Okay. This, you know, how first do you get of them, all, how do you get them to stop? How do you get them to stop? Let me ask you a question: Why is that guy able to drive there? 
what, what, you think if he didn't, you think if they were suspended his, license, his driver's license, he wouldn't be driving? He's on the asking. Abba, he, he's on the list people. If I, if I, if I go, if I go, am I allowed to go to Janine? Am I allowed to go to Ramallah? Am I allowed to go to Gaza? Would I, would I get, would I get in? Would I be able to? No. Of course not. Of course not. You're, you're I wouldn't fine. be able to. You'd, you'd be, you'd be the mentally ill one if you were crazy enough to try to do okay. that. Okay. I wouldn't. That's not the point. The point is, I wouldn't be able to get into those places. Jews are not allowed into those places. Okay. So for everyone who's calling Israel an apartheid state, it's apartheid. You're right. We don't want to go to their territory, though. It's fine. And guess what? Go ahead and call Israel an apartheid state. Because as long as we're able to keep our children alive and keep our loved ones alive, we'll be we'll be apartheid. Maybe Israel needs to go ahead and adopt the policy that the Arabs have. We you don't we won't go into Gaza, we won't go into Janine, we won't go into Ramallah. You're not coming into the old city. You're not coming into remote. You're not coming into Rechavia. Abba, too many children, too many people, too many lives are being lost by sense like senseless terrorism, crime. I don't want to hear any more of oh, the Arabs, they're good workers and for the companies. And for some might say, Well, you don't live in Israel, so you don't know what it means to run a business, so how can you say something like that? Okay, you're right. I live in America. I live in America. Okay, Naki, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to debate this with you. But, but, but you how, might say it's how, radical. How, no, but how do you do it? How do you implement? How do you do it? How do you do it? Let me. How do you do it? Well, how did how, how did the IDF expel tens of thousands of Jews from Gush Katif, which turned into a launch pad of rockets in 2007? How? How? Only against our own people we could do that. You know what? We're already looked at. In the court of public opinion, we're already looked at as occupiers, and we stole the land. So let's take it all the way. Let's take it all the way. You can't be in this part of town. You're an Arab. You're a threat. A 14-year-old is going to stab a 17-year-old in the old city on the way to the Kosovo? You know, and they're going to hand out, and they're going to, and they're going to hand out candies. I'd like to agree with you, but uh, Israel is a democracy. And the country, you know, if, if you told me that 80% of the country feels that way, okay, then it's possible to come up with a way to implement something like that in a in an organized and a sensible way in order to protect the people. But the country is split. Half the country doesn't feel that way. Half the country, half the country, half of the state of Israel, half of the Jews in the state of Israel feel that if Israel just wasn't in East Jerusalem, if Israel just wasn't in Judea and Samaria, if Israel just wasn't in uh, in certain parts of the country, then there. But and that that's proved not. To but be we case. know. We know. But we know. We know practically that if we weren't there, Israel wouldn't exist. They'd be wiped off the map. Uh, we'd be wiped off no, the map. I thought you were going to say that the, we know that before uh, before 1967, before Israel. Um, won and recaptured uh, half of Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, there were still terrorist attacks. They were still trying to uh, work at the United Nations and in other forums to get the entire state of Israel not to exist anymore. So that yeah. to say that to say that post 1967 is a provocation, and if we gave them half of Jerusalem, uh, that these things would stop, has been proven uh, not to be right. But at the same time. Yeah, you have the United States of America pushing for this uh, this type of policy, where Israel surrenders uh, surrenders territory. Now you have a big um, you have a big debate going on in Israel. Uh, one of the big news stories that 
that that made an impression on me over the weekend in a shocking way was that even though there was this terrible, terrible tragedy with two young kids losing their lives, two brothers, and the, the 20 year old uh, married young man and the other and and the other injuries, still there was tens of thousands of people on the streets in Israel uh, um, protesting um, the change in the judiciary that the current the new Netanyahu government wants to uh, wants to put into wants to put into effect now once once people listen to the news and they hear uh, uh, the law committee of the Knesset they hear about the judiciary they hear about the Supreme Court people lose interest they start thinking about something else they start thinking about you know what they Rishodesh Adar is next week and when Perm is going to be and what they're going to buy for Shalaf Manis. They don't want to hear things that they don't understand. And the judiciary, what, what's going on, if I can explain it, um, is as simply as possible, the new Knesset, which has a right-wing majority, wants uh, to have the courts, wants to have the elected government, the government elected by the people, should be the ones that determine who the judges are. You know, you have the same problem as what you have in the United States. You have look, look when when uh, when a person commits a crime, uh, a violent crime here in the United States. What's the biggest problem in New York right now? People are pushing people over subway platforms, and they're home that afternoon to have a snack. Okay, if they didn't if they didn't kill the guy. If they killed the guy, then if they killed the guy, so maybe take a week or two for them to to raise bail and uh, and go home. But uh, you have um, you have uh, an appointment of judges. Who decide these cases? Uh, p- judges who decide these cases, not representative of the people. So, what's the big fight over in Israel now? The, the Netanyahu government wants to have a committee that appoints judges that has input from the government. They want people. They want there's nine. Is a my, my things running low. There's uh, there's nine people that select judges in, in the in the state of Israel. And the Netanyahu government wants five of those people to be from the coalition. So uh, you see, you're, you're, I can see by the look in your face, you're already losing interest about what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> it, does, it doesn't, because it's not involved with a tank, and it's not an F-16, and it's not an AK-15. It doesn't, doesn't, and it's not expelling people from their homes. It's something so practical, so fundamental, but so important. It's so important. Bad people should be in jail. You can't kill everybody. You can't throw them out of their homes. As much as it sounds good and you'd like to do it, but these people they should expand the jails, and these people have to be put away under harsh conditions, not three meals a day on a large screen TV like the one behind me. You know, not uh, not uh, a golf course and a tennis court and a handball court, and not and not and not payment. To the family to support them and get a higher amount of money if they kill somebody instead of injuring them. So it's important. Now, there's another, I don't want to keep going on and on because I, I don't have my time here for some reason. I don't know where we're up to. But um, I have to, I, but, but there's also a big divide between the United, Jews in the United States and Jews in Israel. Now, now, Netanyahu is mindful of the fact that if he moves too much to the right, the Jews in the United States, the majority who are liberal, are going to not support the state of Israel anymore. So that's another dimension to this whole is that, debate. Is that, a, is that a financial consideration? Um, is it a financial consideration? It could be. And let's say it is. There's something wrong with that? I, I just think that you got to take care of your residents and your citizens before you think about the people in America, honestly. 
Yeah. Okay. But the uh, United States, uh, I think, uh, gives like uh, almost $4 billion a year to the state of Israel. Uh, uh, what's going to happen? Israel is going to go broke? What's going to happen? No, they're not going to go broke. They can always go get a second mortgage uh, on, so, the, on, on the so country. I think, so I think they need <laughs> they, to make decisions. They can, they can refinance the Temple Mount. You know, they can, re, yeah. they can refinance the Harabayas at 5.25%. Uh, but I think they need to make decisions that are taking care of their citizens and their residents and not think about what the liberal Jews in America think, okay? Because the liberal Jews in America don't have to walk in through the old city and fear for their life. They don't have hey, to do that. Hey, listen, Nachi, there's, there's, there's maybe, may, maybe 15 million Jews in the world, okay? 15 million Jews in the world, not, not a, billion, a billion Muslims, you know? There's, there's 15 million Jews in the world. That's a fraction. Uh, of any other ethnic uh, minority, any other people, why is why is this fifteen million people, which is like a, a like from a nose dropper, uh, uh, on the in terms of the uh, relative to the seven billion people that populate the world, why can't these fifteen million people, these Jews, keep Shabbos, don't keep Shabbos, eat kosher, doesn't keep kosher, cheeseburger, not cheeseburger, why can't they find a place where they have Agree. some kind of some kind of common understanding, okay, and then and then yeah. move on from there. So this is what's going on in Israel right now. Uh, what's his name? Simcha Rothman, who was in the Five Towns a couple of weeks ago, who's the head of the Law Committee in the Knesset, said yesterday he wants to sit down with President Herzog and with the leftists and see if they could come up with a compromise formula about how to appoint judges. Because who the judges are, as you see in New York, by the way. Who the judges are is very important, okay. And when when you come when you come before a judge to you, to think that oh this judge was appointed by Trump so he'll be on my side, or that Trump was appointed by Obama so he'll not be on my side, well that's not that's not that's not justice. Justice has to be based on the law, not based on who appointed thought, the judge. I thought you were going to take it in the direction which we should discuss, which is you have you have uh, millions of Jews. And you have, you know, different interests and different things that they, you know, the Haredim will protest Chil Shabbos, and and then you have some of the more left Jews that'll protest, uh, I don't know, certain, you know, women's rights maybe. And why why can't the same type of protests that go on, why can't all the Jews come together and protest the terrorism, and protest and protest these atrocities? Can you imagine yeah. if the Haredim came together with with the uh, with the Mizrahi and the Mizrahi got together with uh, with the Haredim and and you know we all get together and and not throw not throw rocks at cars who are driving in Shabbos, but if we we protest the terrorism, yeah. You know? yeah. How about how about we find common ground? How about we start from we'd like to stay alive and not be murdered because we're Jews? Can we agree on that? Can we agree on that? Can we if we agree on that? Then we can find step number two. Do you know that uh, during the Holocaust, the uh, delegation of, uh, of of rabbis went to meet with Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the president of the United States, to, amongst other things, ask him, beseech him to bomb the railways going into Auschwitz to save Jewish lives. And before they got in to meet with Roosevelt, the rabbis started arguing amongst themselves who's going to be the leader of the group. And they couldn't, and they got, they got, they got in such an argument that they couldn't agree who's going to be the leader, and they they left. They, if they can't agree, they left. There was no meeting with FDR. Can you imagine? Is that true? No, you think I just made it up? Yeah, it's true. 
it sounds it sounds wacky. Oh well, look, read David Wyman's uh, um, book uh, uh, America and 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 the Jews from uh, nineteen thirty nine to nineteen forty five. You'll 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 read about uh, Professor David Wyman's account of uh, what happened, or just or just Google uh, Google the meeting with FDR of uh, American uh, American Jews, American rabbis, and you'll see that they couldn't agree who's going to be the lead spokesperson of the group, and they got into an argument and they left, and they never had the meeting, they never had a discussion. So wow, that's could, terrible. I mean, could you could 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 you know just because you didn't know about it doesn't mean it didn't happen. You know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that. <laughs> it, 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 but there's certain fundamental things that in this day and age, with communication being as advanced as, as it is, I, I think we let let could all sides agree that we don't want to be murdered because just for the because we're Jews, and if we can we can get a hundred percent agreement on that, then we can go to the next step. What's the next? Step? Let me ask you a question. Why isn't there why isn't there like a bipartisan outrage even here in the United States with what's going on over there? Like, like no, really, like. You well, know, first of all, first of all, I don't know what I don't know exactly what roadway the uh, terrorist attack was on Friday. It was Friday, right? I don't know exactly what roadway the, uh, the 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 murder of these children was, but it could be that it was in an area that before '67 was part of Jordan. And oh, so then it's justified. So that, so then it's justified. And, and it could be. Uh, you're asking me why we can't agree, and we can't agree because uh, if Israel wasn't occupying territory, there wasn't this. The Arabs wouldn't be so upset. They wouldn't be uh, resorting to, to terrorism. So I think any, we can agree. I think we can agree that a six-year-old and an eight-year-old should not be dead right now. They should be at home with their family. Of course, we can agree on that. I think every human being, no matter what your politics is, no matter what you believe in, yeah, I think we all could agree that that shouldn't happen. That should never yeah. happen. Children, yeah. right? Children are not part of war. Okay, so you have, I have an Arab. Um, I have one percent left on my uh, on my iPad, so it's probably okay. gonna be going off any second. Okay, uh, I just children. Want to I'll, I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. Children should not be part of war. This is not. It's not a chess game. Yeah, tell 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 that to a mentally ill terrorist. Let's see now. He's mentally ill. He's a terrorist. I don't know what is he more. Is he more of a terrorist or is he more of a mentally ill? It could be no. the whole story about being mentally ill. It could be the whole thing is not true. You know, you know, because anybody that does something like that automatically is mentally ill. I think anyone that straps a bomb, anyone that straps a bomb to their back and goes into a restaurant and blows himself up, I don't think is thinking too clearly. Anyway, yeah. it's uh, we we've got uh, difficult. We have to find, and and this is what Sibka Rothman and President Herzog are trying to do, trying to find common ground. How should judges uh, be appointed in the state of Israel? Uh, because well, what is that? How is that going to stop terrorism, Abba? The judges, how? How the the judges are the ones that preside over over hearings. When someone commits a terrorist act and survives, he has to go before a judge, and the judge has to decide that he's in prison, whether he goes to prison or not. He has to have a trial, and when he's convicted, what's his sentence going to be? Is his sentence going to? Well, that's not in consideration when it comes to committing a terrorist attack. These people are fine being killed. They know good and well that they go into a terrorist attack, they might be killed, and they're fine with it. You think they care if they're going to get 100 years in prison? And unfortunately, that's where today's episode ended because my father's iPad died. Uh, we will continue to discuss this discussion on tomorrow's episode of The Daily Thread. 
you know, feel free to chime in on this conversation. Go ahead, send us an email at thedailythread at meaningfulminute.org, or you can send us a message or subscribe to our WhatsApp account. The link is in the description in the show notes. Um, obviously, we're, we're all heartbroken and saddened by this these tragic events that took place and continue to take place. And uh, this is the last one we speak about here ever on The Daily Thread.